0: What's going on, everybody? This is Kelvin Bullock here, host of the What Makes You Click podcast, a podcast geared towards photographers who are looking to enter into the entertainment industry. Uh, If you are a photographer that fits that category, definitely check out my podcast at whatmakesyouclick.com. You can also find it wherever you listen to your podcast. It's What Makes You Click with Kelvin Bullock. And now you are listening to Rebuke.
1: everyone this is your boy marcus and you're now listening to rebuke podcast this is rebuke's 40 41st episode and we have something very special this is going to be dear dear to my heart man so y'all tune in to this one now you always know you can support my podcast by sharing the links on your show on your social media platforms and you also can support it financially which i need man because I want to give out scholarships to to young uh, black women and young black men. So um, you can do that by becoming a monthly subscriber or you can donate to my Cash App at dollar sign R E B U K E E 06 that is dollar sign R E B U K E E 06. You can also watch my podcast uh, by um, going onto the U- my YouTube channel. You can go to just type in R E B U K E E without the dots. And, and on at YouTube and you could pull up some of the videos that I have posted so far. Um, this, 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 this show is very special, man. So, um, I'm not going, I usually give a story or a, a scenario, but I often as a adult reflect back, uh, in my life because, uh, I really don't have that many, uh, friends, due to uh being an army brat you know uh i moved a lot i mean a lot so my sister and brothers have friends i rarely have some i trust let's put it that way ain't too many people i trust um so but i made most of a lot of my friends when i was living in detroit and i made a lot of my friends when i was in college so um I'd like to go ahead and uh announce the show and we're going to reflect back on my, a special part of my life, a special part of both of our lives because I have a guest today. Uh and the show is titled College Days. And you know uh, my guest is uh no no other than my college roommate, Kelvin Bullock, man. Kelvin, welcome to the show, man, and uh to just slightly introduce everybody. To, uh, everybody, uh, uh, introduce yourself to everyone. Excuse me, and we'll get the show started, man.
0: Yeah. First of all, MJ, you know I appreciate you for having me on the show. I've been excited uh, to to actually have this conversation because we've talked. We've been talking about doing this for i don't know a few months now and, right, right. you know, for us to be able to finally have the time to to sit down and, and talk about those college days or or school days as i like to think about them uh <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited to have it so for anybody who is listening you probably don't know who i am but my name is kelvin bullock uh i was marcus's roommate freshman year in college i also went to high school with him and uh yeah i am currently a uh portrait photographer based out of the dc area and yeah man I've, I've got a lot of experiences uh with my boy mj one of my favorite mjs you know there's there's michael jordan michael jackson and then there's marcus jones and so you know that's <laughs> he's, he's one of my favorite mjs so okay. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here and, and looking forward to this discussion
1: man great great man we're going i was going to tell everybody how we met man um actually me and kelvin went to the same high school together, and we really never crossed paths, not, not at all. I was strictly football, and my senior year, me and the football coach got into it, and I was like, bump it. I'm strict, strictly books because I'm not going to the pros. I went to the University of Tennessee, and I saw those athletes, and I was like, I was not built like them, or I can run fast as them. And I need to get back to my grades. And
0: um, well, well, hold on though. I'm I'm curious. Go ahead. I, I was thinking about that, and I'm like, did I know we had you know one or two classes? I don't together, remember, dude. But I feel not like it might have been like, are you sure we didn't have? Not like, at all, uh, bro. I remember. I remember like, like <laughs> even <laughs> drivers ed or something like. Not even sure? that. Okay. No, all right, all right. even I thought that. we might have had at least one
1: or two well, classes. Uh, well, I know you are really cool with my um distant cousin Johnny. Johnny but, Jones, what up, Jay? You yeah, out there? Yeah. yeah, so we gotta make sure we don't say too many names. We can say Johnny, family. we can say Johnny, we can say Johnny, but yeah. when we get into it, we can't. Say <laughs> no names. But yeah, uh Johnny he, he cool, but um but we really didn't cross paths. But um I, I waited too late to make good grades, man. And but my dad helped me out, and I don't know how he went to UNA and convinced them to give me a PMA scholarship and which well, they tell, tell,
0: tell the people what PMA stands for
1: okay PMA stands for Presidential Mentors Academy Scholarship which is a organization that we somebody like okay wait what college you attended we attended the University of North Alabama which is right. in a small town <laughs> in Florence <laughs> Alabama so uh the PMA scholarship was held there um and basically, the scholarship it was geared towards to recruit minorities to the campus because they would not allow a minorities at uh, at the University of North Alabama. So, I got the scholarship, and our senior year was awards day. You know, we we announce awards and all that other stuff, and of course, they do it in alphabetical order, right? So, the University of Alabama, North, North Alabama uh announce who got scholarships from their school. They say Kelvin Bullock and then they say I think I was the last one. I said Marcus Jones. Then I saw this dude just turned around and looked at me like what? Like it did I
0: was I was like, yeah, I got a scholarship too. So, uh, <laughs> first of all, hold on. Let me clear. Let me clear that up real quick. I wasn't looking at you thinking this dude got a scholarship. I was thinking, oh snap, he's going to U N A. Right. So I, look, that might be. I don't have a roommate. This might be an opportunity for me to, to to at least connect with somebody that I know or at least have seen you know informally around the school. So
1: right, right, right. That's what I meant. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. He didn't look at me like, yo, you're just dummy. No, no, but, um, and that's when we, we, we connected. I think we, we talked briefly. Yeah. We, I'm going in there. Yeah. We need to link up and think uh, it started from there. So me and Kelvin's relationship started like the last year's few days of our senior year <laughs> so in, in high school, in high school. Yep. So that's how our relationship started. A lot of people say, well, yeah, we were friends from, uh, we was kindergarten. No, me and Kelvin was, <laughs> uh May 20th or something like that you, you know we exactly graduated. we just we,
0: we just had our, our our friendiversary if you if you look at it like that that's that's what was that 2000 we graduated from from high school in 2001 right, right dang 20 right. years bro yeah 20 years
1: right right i'm getting old
0: yeah and you know you you talked about that uh <laughs> that day where where they had the the award ceremony and you know we found out you know that we were going to be going to school together and then somehow we decided that on graduation night of, uh, you know, high school graduation night, we were going to roll around to different spots and try to find parties to, to mm-hmm. you know, kind of hang and celebrate. But that ended up uh, that ended up being a pretty lame night, my brother. We didn't I don't th- I think we c- we came across a couple of parties, but it was kind of like it wasn't like what we was thinking it was going to be. And, and when I look back on that night as a it, it kind of is like a precursor. <laughs> going into our college like what what we were to it was foreboding if you will it was like yo this is what we can probably expect going into that college uh experience but we're going to talk about that a little bit more i don't want to jump the gun but it just it was kind of it kind of made me think as i was thinking about it like yo that was kind of foreboding or foreshadowing if you will right right man so i'm gonna go, go ahead and get into it man so
1: college you know we graduated so and College then and versus now, man, it's totally changed, Kelvin. Um I uh, sometimes I go back and visit the old campus and notice the changes that has been made. The first one you notice, brother, is that there are a whole lot more black people on campus than when we were. We like we were we were fighting for ladies when they don't have to fight no more. <laughs> That's for sure. And um you know, University of North Alabama is actually D one now. They playing the big schools now. They playing, they played Bringham Young uh, this past football season. Got blown out, but hey, they do D one now. Um, our favorite hangout spots, the computer lab. We used to hang out, have those deep conversations. They're not, they're not there no more, man. Really? Um Now they have Chick fil A on campus. You don't have to. We don't have to drive to the mall. We actually, you can eat Chick fil A on campus and they have a starbucks on campus. Wait
0: wait wait wait, what about what about um was it what was the cafeteria in between the GUC? Well no well, no no no, the in between Rice Hall and Rivers there was that that cafeteria that well, we used to have spoke the the word of mouth events. They also about had towers. A, yeah, was that tower ta- uh, was that, that the towers cafe or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so that's gone too?
1: I I think they're still there. Okay. Okay. I think it's still there. My sister, you know, went to UNA, so I believe it's still there. But the food was horrible when when, when I attended. But she said it's the bomb now. But oh, bound when she got there. But I said well, it was horrible. But um, if you know, man, you go to campus now, if you ever get a chance, there's a whole lot more dorms, man. The park, There's no more parking spaces. The number of dorms. And since you graduated and I graduated, but I want to ask you this question. What is your view on college College now? Because we, when we went to college, it was different versus what these young individuals are going to college now. And it's a lot, a lot more expensive now.
0: So, you know, first of all, going back to some of those changes that you talked about, uh, I'm, you know, I haven't been back to the campus It. Probably I don't think I've been there since like two thousand and eight, two thousand nine. So I'm sure the, the the place looks completely different than than what I remember. So uh before the call you were talking about how I need to, to go to one of the um homecoming. I haven't because I, I haven't been to any of the homecomings. Uh I might have to pop through this year if they have one just to really see uh about all of these changes because uh the the, the UNA that I remember so fondly you know it was a small place uh wasn't a whole lot going on but we may do especially out there on the wall wait wait is the wall still out there
1: yeah it's still out there but... okay
0: good because that's that's a, that should be like a, a, a national it... monument you know what i'm saying it should be a historic <laughs> a historic monument so but lot of, a lot of shady stuff went down on that wall a lot of good stuff too <laughs> 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 but no th- th- to answer your question um i think you hit the nail on the head When you talk about the the price associated with that college degree um, now versus then, Uh, I I think about the amount of money that I paid uh, while I was, you know, in undergrad. And, you know, thankfully, you know, all of that is has been paid in full. It's been paid in full for probably the past, I don't know, nine, 10 years now. And it wasn't like a huge price tag, but I got that piece of paper and it ended up helping me get jobs and and move my life to the next level, as they told me it would back when they were, you know, selling us on that whole, you know, go to college, get a career, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, I, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the education that I did get, although I don't really <laughs> I guess if I think back on on what I learned uh, if anything, I don't necessarily remember the the details of classes or or specific papers that I wrote, but it really did teach me time management and, you know, how to basically build relationships with people. Like, I feel like th- that is probably like the gist of what I got out of college. And I feel like that's still the case in this day and age, except now there's a higher price tag on it. And so with what I know now, if, if I were to have to go to college, uh, in the 21st century or in this century or in this year, I don't know if I'd do it, man. Like, I feel like there's so many different avenues, uh, to chase, uh, or to, to pursue because, you know, we don't live in the same world that we used to when you and I were in college. The internet has opened up mad opportunities for people and depending on what it is that you want to do with your life I mean you the the sky is the limit if you want to go to school and and get you know some degrees and get some you know doctorates and all that if that's your path then go for it but but there are certain people that college is just not for for a number of reasons whether that's personality wise or whether that's financially uh there's so many more avenues that you can Uh, utilize to educate yourself that don't require you going to a traditional university. And, and honestly, uh, I was listening to, uh, um, NPR (laughs) because I'm getting old now. I was listening to NPR, uh, um, a podcast the other day and they were talking about community colleges and they were talking about how a lot of them are shifting back towards trying to create, um, uh, curriculums that involve learning trades and skills that people can actually utilize um, because those people we need people who are skilled at certain things and have uh, are able to do certain types of labor and those jobs are falling by the wayside or or there's a lot of openings that aren't being filled because people you know we've been sold this whole oh you know go and, and get your degree so you can use your mind and Honestly, that's good, but there there's times we need to use our minds and our hands and everything else to to make things. So, um, I guess that's a, a roundabout way to say that uh, it's definitely different now, and it's not necessary, in my opinion, <laughs> to go to traditional universities and rack up those bills. And honestly, these kids who are graduating with these these enormous like debt, this it's 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 kind of like you look at how much it's going to take for them to pay that off. And you wonder if the career that they majored in is is going to be worth it, if it's going to get a return on that investment. So, and a lot of people, I don't think they're, I think they're going to, and, and just like they told us, that reminds me is all this is coming back. When we were in school, they told us that our generation is going to be the generation that has multiple career paths. We're not going to just, go into one path and then retire in that path. We're going to have multiple careers throughout our lifetime. And that has held true. And I got my undergrad degree in psychology. And although uh, I I love the idea of exploring the mind, I I mean, it, it is very interesting to me. Second semester of senior year, I decided that I did not want to pursue it any more than, uh, than undergrad, because it was going to take me having to go back to school to get my master's in it, and then possibly a PhD. And then by that time, you know, I would have racked up a ton of debt. And I didn't want to be a student for that, you know, for that period of time in that manner, because honestly, we're all students in some shape, form, or fashion, but I didn't want to continue in that path. So uh, I'm not doing anything with my degree, uh, it's just a piece of paper that that sits on a <laughs> actually it doesn't even sit <laughs> on a wall anywhere it's actually in some bin in my attic or something I don't know but not I'm not pooing it and saying don't do it but look at what it is that you want to do as a <laughs> as a as an individual and ask yourself really ask yourself is this something that I need to do or that I want to do in order to progress in the things that I want to you know be great at and yeah man it's it's as simple as that, but it's, it's easier said than done, especially when the youth are they've got so many pressures from their parents and family and friends that they don't necessarily take the time to, you know, listen to what it is that they really want to do. I feel you on that.
1: I appreciate that Martin Luther King speech for you. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. let me like, this, let me
0: not get too wordy, man. Let me, let me, let me, let me keep these answers short.
1: Now, next thing I'm going to go and rapid fire, man. Next thing. I called around I, I, I in inbox and I called around to some women. We went to college. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, we get good now. Oh, no. And the next part is reputation on campus. So I heard that we were solid guys. I heard we were nerds. Heard we were cheap. We were driven but overall good dudes, but one nickname kind of rubs me the wrong way. I was called El Chipo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> and I want to make a, uh, I can't say her name, but my freshman year, I didn't know how to date. My parents didn't teach me how to date. So I asked her to go to the movies and very attractive woman. She's married now, but I can't say her name. Uh, and I made her pay for the movie, <laughs> and I feel bad. And um, I think another girl tried to ask me to <laughs> ask me to pay for something. And I said, "You pay for yourself." And it was in the computer lab, and it was a bunch of girls there. And then they were like, "Look at this El Cheapo. and then that's how my name got there. So I want to just I want to apologize to the girl that I made her pay. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could uh, erase that debt, but (laughs) I can't. But uh, overall, but overall, we were good dudes, man. And I have one girl also said uh, we were gentlemen, but I was the more stern of the gentlemen. I let you know uh, what's going on, and I kept it real. So I say all to say this: me and you used to have in-depth conversations about women on campus and why certain women go these certain routes with different dudes and wouldn't, and, and, and we weren't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say we were trying not, we weren't trying to get to play or try to be players. That's not what in the case, but a lot of the women we were attracted to tend to be attracted to the wrong type of guy at the time. We, that's how we felt. Do you think our reputation on campus hurt our chances with, with the women? I know it hurt me cuz I was El Chipo. Well,
0: you taking it you taking it way way back and uh yeah we definitely had our fair share of discussions about this in the past and uh and and also because you were called El Chipo and and I kind of got lumped into that category too but it was for a crazy reason. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna I want to let me clear my name first of all. Let me go back since you are talking about what you were having with you. Let me go back and uh, there was a, there was a, a young lady uh, at, at the school who will remain na- nameless as well. <laughs> Please. And um, apparently she had taken a liking to me. And I'm, you know, I'm just trying to get to learn everybody on campus. Like I'm trying to understand like who is who and trying to just have conversations with as many people as possible. And so uh, I, I'm trying to remember the exact details, but in my mind, this event was not a date like in my mind I did not plan on it being a date I just thought oh you know what let's have dinner at Towers Cafe and well I said let's have dinner and I guess in in the mind and I I, looking back on it I can see how that might sound like I'm asking you on a date but I wasn't I was just like yo let's have a conversation let's let's have some dinner get some grub and, and let's talk and so I say, meet me at Towers Cafe, which is the, it's like the cafeteria in between the dorms. Mm-hmm. And um, you have, like, we had meal cards back then. So uh, you had a certain number of meals that you could have in a week. So, you know, I got there, got my little meal, sat down, she got there. And, you know, we, 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 talk, we chopped it up. It was, and that was that. I was like, okay, that was a cool, cool conversation. I mean, I'm not trying to pursue this young lady, but it was a good conversation. You know, I'm a, I'm a conversationalist. I like talking to people as we can see so <laughs> so so you know a day goes by and i believe it was you you come back to me like kelvin man they talking about you bro they talking about you and they ain't talking about you in no good way and i'm like what you talking about he's like man they saying you being hella cheap for taking that girl to towers instead of taking her out on a to a restaurant and i'm like that was not a date that wasn't a date i would i would i just wanted to have a conversation so, uh, and so, you know, from that point on, they would, they they would actually like, I think they would tell me, tease me about that all the way up until like senior year about how I took a girl on a date to, to in Towers Hall. And I'm like, yo, that wasn't a date. I was, I just wanted to talk. So hopefully that cleared my name. Uh, I was being naive as well. I understand. Now I know what a date is. Uh, but back then, I like, like Marcus said, we didn't know how to date. And in my mind, that didn't qualify as a date. So Yeah free free my name i'm not cheap
1: <laughs> i'm just uh, i'm just
0: uh very very frugal at times
1: i like the word economical but <laughs> yeah frugal uh,
0: economical same thing um oh wait i i didn't even i went all the way uh, uh, to so, the back and then they answer your question so um you said the do i feel like our, our reputation, reputation. Mm-hmm. uh hurt our chances in certain ways so i, I feel like in certain ways it did, uh, and, and looking back on it, because hindsight is twenty twenty, it ended up being a good thing because uh, can you imagine uh, not having that reputation of being cheap and then us going out and then having to constantly <laughs> be like paying for all these meals and, and, and us being naive? We would have kept doing it and been like, dang, I'm broke every week. I ain't got no money, man. So, you know, it probably did hurt our chances, but at the same time, we learned some valuable lessons. Uh, We were able to focus on our school. And although we might've been in that quote unquote nerd category by some, uh, my grades weren't good enough for me to be categorized as a nerd. If anything, I was more, uh, I was more focused on, um, my jobs because i i worked at burger king and i also worked in the computer lab so in addition to being a student i also had some you know had some little bills to pay so you know i was i was focused on other things
1: gotcha man i gotcha um i'm gonna go ahead and skip this question for the sake of time and uh, oh
0: and by the way if we need to go over a little bit i'm i'm cool so if you okay, unless you yeah. got something to do so okay, don't, be, don't okay. be rushing if you don't if you don't have to
1: okay gotcha gotcha um what do you miss about being an undergrad and I'm gonna go first and then you answer okay what I miss about undergrad is naps man you remember you used to have those classes you know maybe three or four classes and then you'll go to the cafeteria it's called the GUC where all everybody hangs out right and then I used I miss going to your dorm room and taking a nap as adults we can't take naps at 11 12 o'clock you're still working i miss the, that about undergrad man i miss about um i miss volunteering at mixed risk miss rick's class you mean you used to volunteer at miss rick's class at handy head start um in, 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 down the street from U, una or uh, university of north alabama uh, so I miss dad and inter- tell tell
0: him what that was. Tell them tell them exactly what we were doing at Handy Head Start.
1: Do you really want to tell? Because no. I think you you
0: forgot what why we was there. No, no. But we no, we were there to to help the teacher. We were basically like teachers' assistants to help okay. you know raise uh, raise these kids up. They were like what four year old, four or five year old kids or something. How old were those kids? Uh, probably
1: three, four, five. Yeah. So basically, we we um, we volunteered at Handy Head Start to help Miss Ricks and sister with her classroom were reading and uh, other activities. So <clears throat> I miss that. Um, I miss the friendships and bonds that we made uh, through undergrad. And I miss the parties. I don't miss the parties per se of going to the parties because I, I didn't really I wasn't a party. I wasn't a clubber but I love to see the girls in those, in <laughs> the freak
0: them the dresses. I think that's what yeah, you right, call right. them. I miss <laughs> those dresses, <laughs> black <laughs> freak
1: dresses. Right. <laughs> and you be in the computer lab, you be like, whoa, what was <laughs> that? So yeah, I miss that part, man. So that's all I got, man. What do you miss about undergrad, man?
0: Shoot. Well, uh, like you, I I was definitely a fan of those naps. And and honestly, <laughs> in adulthood, I, I find a way to, to sneak them in when I can. That they are they, power naps now though. They're like 20 minutes. But uh, you know, and and studies show they're good for you. So you get back on those if you can, my brother. But um yeah, uh what else do I miss? I, I miss I miss the lack of responsibility. Like I don't think we realized how little responsibilities we really had back then so um and 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 with that the youthful energy that that i pretty much wasted by being at work all time all the time or being in the books but um what else do i miss like you i miss some of those those uh relationships those friendships that we uh built that were for that season um uh, those conversations that we used to have in the uh, in the computer lab even with Katrina Brown uh, yeah yeah those were those are some good little debates that we would have in there so I think those those were my first um, experiences with having um, just thoughtful conversations so uh, I definitely miss those days Great
1: great great man so I'm gonna go to this question man
0: what was it like being my roommate man? <laughs> so, so that you know it's it's funny so the people who listen to your show they have uh an idea of your personality type uh, of your characteristics <laughs> I, and your you really know, your, your thoughts and your your opinions and and for the most part what you guys are seeing i saw a more uh i experienced a, a more pure raw version of that because I will say this Mark Marcus, you are you have definitely evolved you have definitely um, you have rounded out your edges in certain ways to where you've you've just grown and so back then, you know, you still spoke your mind. I think you had less. <laughs> you probably had less of a filter right. back then, uh, <laughs> which, again, as we get older and we start to do better and know better and all that good stuff, you know, we start to realize that our words and actions impact people. And I think you're more aware of that now. Uh but back then, I mean, you did. You kept it. You didn't keep it one hundred. You kept it one thousand, my brother. That was before that was a thing. I'm like, dang, if you if you don't if you don't want to know, don't ask Marcus, man. Like, listen, because um, he will let you know, and and he will not hold back. Um, but it was cool at the same time being your roommate because I I feel like uh, we were uh, alike in a lot of ways. Uh, we had you know a lot of the same beliefs and we kept each other accountable so you know having a roommate like you and this was uh, just so everybody knows we were actually only roommates for freshman year because you became a a ra um sophomore through senior year i believe but junior sophomore through junior year and so but having you as my roommate freshman year basically set the ball in motion um and it set a standard, so it's like, okay, all right, well, this is what it is, and this is how I should probably conduct myself, because it worked freshman year, um, through, you know, having somebody in my circle who was, you know, about their business, somebody who wasn't about playing a whole bunch of games, and yeah, we was, you know, we we, we had our ways, and we were, you know, we, <laughs> we were your typical college guys at certain in certain ways um but we kept it tame it wasn't like we were all the way on one and and going like straight up ham you know what i'm saying and and i feel like um had i had a roommate who was a little bit further on the the extreme side that could have negatively impacted my college career. So um being your roommate, man, it was it was a it was a solid experience. It was definitely, you know, we had we bumped heads from time to time and we had some crazy experiences. But you know, all in all, clearly we're still friends. So it wasn't that bad, right? Right, 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 <laughs> right. Man, uh go ahead. What man. about like, so hold on though? So what about uh what was it like being my roommate? Like what was it like living with me during that time frame?
1: Well you said something profound, man. I think that I want to say that say this to you as a man. I appreciate the human being that you are because you're totally different from me in the way you approach things in life. You get what I'm saying? I'm just if if we were rappers, I am definitely DMX. RIP rest in peace. And you're LL Cool J. You're smooth with the words <laughs> and you know we saying the same thing but you say it in a way hey, it got the point across without no blood being shed. You know what I mean? You know yeah, yeah, and yeah. I appreciate that and and um like you said, you we both kept ourselves accountable. That's what was was great about that just one year of, of being a roommate is that yo we're here to graduate we we gonna have we're gonna have fun man but look we're here to graduate so uh hell I started wearing socks in the bed because of you I didn't used to wear those socks in the bed <laughs> that was you that was because of you you know what I'm saying so when you when you stay with somebody and they got an influence you learn some of their ways and I don't think you were watching the news like that until I, wasn't. You me. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I <laughs> wasn't. Yeah. So uh, we was like watching headline news before in the boarding.
0: Who was that? Ro- Robin? I uh, was. I forget. There was the, the there was a woman who was? The, yeah, the, the, the
1: attractive woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I used to love waking up to <laughs> we to, we ro- used to
1: Wake up to watch Robin on, on, on headline news before we went to school. So we so we could be informed what's going on before we was in class. Mm-hmm. And I learned that from my parents. I think you got that from me. I did. And I got the socks things from you. <laughs> So, uh, it, I, I appreciate you uh um held holding me accountable and making and driving me to become a better person, and so I think that being a uh you were you was a great roommate man, but I had to leave because I wanted to help my family, but uh, uh, financially, but uh, I I do miss that that part of being a roommate man. So I think uh, I, I think if I had um. If my family was in a little bit better financial situation at the time, and, and stuff, I think we would have been roommates for all four years.
0: Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah.
1: It would be. It was. It. That's how the our relationship was. I think we would been roommates for all four years. It's just that I had to. I had to do what I had to do to help my family, man.
0: Oh yeah. And I, and I totally understood that there was never any hard feelings about you um, wanting to become an RA. I mean, it made perfect sense when you looked at um, the amount of money that you would end up saving by doing that job. So no, that was, it was all to the good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I appreciate that, brother. So um, um, I'm, I won't skip around. I'm going to go to this question. We've been friends for like 20 years and we got some funny stories what funny or crazy story from college <laughs> would you like to
0: share? Would you like me to start first because I, I got two yeah 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 because you, you be talking about me being wordy so yeah go ahead so, share your two stories man let me let me hear what you got let me hold my breath so the first story look, listen here my audience
1: um, me and Kelvin we don't drink uh, on the, at the time we didn't drink nor smoke we were probably the most clean cut dudes on campus you hear me on campus. The weird dudes that your mama and and daddy want to meet. You know what I mean? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So uh but we I told you we was in an organization, a PMA organization. And we start being friends with this country bumpkin. I ain't going to say no names. And this country bumpkin used to come in our room I mean this is like this is in the beginning of yeah, our this first is like year. the first first, the first couple months, months. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> we haven't got started yet and this dude just come in our room with a backpack full of beer and <laughs> brag about how many beers he drank and we didn't think none of it because hell we didn't drink so as long as you know, you know what I'm saying but one day this idiot <laughs> was drinking beers. And decided to try to
0: throw the evidence outside the door. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because let me, let me, let me, let me, let me hop in there real quick. Because what had happened? We were there in the room. He came. Well, that's saw, our room. Yes, yeah, yeah. He came to our rooms, room six twenty. You remember? Yeah. And, and and he had his bag backpack full of these canned, I don't know. Bush light. I don't remember what what, what it was. Because like you said, we wasn't drinking it, but. Uh, he came in and said, "Hey, this is what I got." And he's—we started just talking and having a good time. And throughout the course of that time, he ended up drinking like all of them. So anyway, continue. <laughs> so he's lit. So
1: he's about to throw these cans away, but here's the problem. Kelvin gave us our room number, six twenty. Guess who stays in six nineteen? The RA. Guess where the trash can is near? The RA. And guess what this idiot decides to throw the beers near the trash can by the RA? And the RA sees him red-handed. Yeah. And, he, yep. Yep. And he's and he backs up in our room. And the
0: RA automatically assumes that we're drunk freshmen. <laughs> and, and, and let me let me paint this picture because it, it happened. It, it it couldn't have happened. The timing was so uh, perfectly imperfect, if you will, because he had uh, both of his hands were full of all of these cans, these empty cans of beer that he drank while he was in our room. And he's, you know, he's about to just take his 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 handful of them, two hands full, and dump them in the, the big dumpster in front of the, the RA's room. And so as he's about to dump them, the RA comes out just at the same time, just coincidentally. And so, like you said, he backs into the room and the RA comes in and we're like, oh, my God. Damn. So what happened, Marcus? So we we in a tough, tough pickle. So this guy,
1: please don't tell me those. And I'm like, man, I don't know this dude. Man, I'm about to. I don't, Y'all call it dry snitching. You want to. I ain't about to take the L for something I don't do. That's something I, I don't. I don't care what nobody says. Friend or foe, I'm about to not take an L for something I don't, I don't oh, drink.
0: By the way, we're underage at this point too. Yeah, we like, 18, we're like yeah. 18 and 19. So, so this is like a major offense. Like we major, had to, we
1: had to meet with several people about this, and and they think they thought we were lying because the guy was in our room. We were like, "Yo, we don't drink," like. I have no desire to drink. Now, I have desire to have some big booty woman in my room, but I don't desire to drink <laughs> at all. But the guys are like, well, they kind of just gave us a pass. Like, look, guys, don't let it happen again. And, and I felt like, yo, we dodged a major bullet
0: Bruh. our freshman year and our first month on campus bruh 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 hold on let me let me give let me take it back and give a little bit more context una is a predominantly white at that time university still and and here they had three black men that they could have crucified they had us dead to rights based off of the ra's testimony now again they had no hard proof that all of us had been drinking they, they really we should have been like give us a breathalyzer like i promise you you ain't gonna find no alcohol in us but anyway they they didn't do that but um they really could have grilled us and and they didn't so like god <laughs> had favor on us that day and i remember i remember that next day um knowing that we had to meet with all of those people like that it was like that was like hell day like I couldn't focus. I'm like, yo, if we, if they kick us out of this school, my parents are going to kill me. Like what I'm going to do with my life. Like I couldn't, that, that was like the worst day of my college career because I didn't know what they were going to do to us. Shit. So it wasn't do you, the worst do you day. remember that? Like, I mean, I remember I felt like that. I, I don't care what
1: you, nobody <laughs> said. I was going to snitch like, Oh, we about to kick you off campus. we about to kick you and your roommate off campus. You don't, uh, country bumpkin (laughs) i don't i know my roommate but i don't know country bumpkin well enough to be taking l's you know what i mean (laughs) he's like that and i got i guess i got got you know you could you could look at me a certain way but i don't take l's uh i believe in standing on your own two feet i'm a military brat and that was a close one we dodged in the beginning of our collegiate career like this is
0: not our senior year no this is like first month (laughs) definitely definitely and and I feel like I I feel like he ended up owning up to it anyway and saying they were all his but again they they could have been like we don't care what you're saying there was alcohol in under and in minors rooms or minors vicinity so they could have like I said grilled us all but yeah, that was a that was a crazy one. That was a crazy one. That was actually when you asked the question, that was the one that I was thinking about. It's like, yo, that that was probably the most memorable. But what's the second one that you got?
1: Oh, you you know about this one. Oh yeah. Lord. Oh Lord. You going there with it? You gonna tell them that yeah, one? Oh well, yeah, we am gonna tell them this one. Oh man. Um, there was a girl I was attracted to in the Florence area. She was a senior in high school. I was a freshman. So 17, she I was 18. <clears throat> I met her at church. I'm not gonna even say the church name because somebody's gonna be they're gonna be like, you're gonna find out, but I met her at church, whatever. And we exchanged notes and whenever exchanged phone numbers, and um I believe she came to the room one time and Lord have mercy. I'm not even gonna go that graphic, but we did everything but not, we did everything but sexual. You get what I'm saying? But uh She kept on lying to come to see me, which I disapprove of because I'm not the dude you lie about. I'm the dude you brag to your parents about. Like, yo, come see Marcus. He's, you know, come see. Why would you you don't you lie about Pookie? You don't lie about Marcus. (laughs) So uh so she's she's lying just to see me with it, but one day. She told the, the wrong lie. So she's she comes in my room and um you could tell, look, you can look at her eyes, Kelvin, like she's ready. Like she's ready to do something. It's like, so, but at the time, if you remember, both of us was growing our hair out. We had froze at the time. Yeah, we right. We had little baby froze at the time. So I told her, yo, you can grease my scalp. <laughs> And she got irritated. She's like, I didn't come here to grease your scalp. where she come there to grease? It wasn't my scalp. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I knew something was wrong. My spider senses said, This is wrong. Like, why you keep doing this? Then I get a phone call and shout out to Snoop. Was this a dude from Decatur? We call us Snoop. But Snoop calls me, and he's talking in brother code. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know he. This is the first time I bet or even spoke to him. But he's like, "Somebody's here to see you." It's like, "Who's this come to see me?" So I go there. I tell old girl, "I'm going downstairs." I go downstairs, the elevator. As soon as the doors open, I see her six three, six four dad. Look at me in the eye. And he asked one question. He said, is my daughter up there? And I said, you know, I'm a stand-up guy. We didn't do anything. Yeah, she's up there. He's like, man, tell her, bring her ass down here now. So I'm like, shoot. So I go in the room. I go back up to the room, 620. Kelvin, he's at the computer lab somewhere. (laughs) But I go to my room. She's on the phone talking to her mom, lying where she's at. And I'm like, get off the damn phone. Your dad's downstairs. So her face would completely go. Her soul left. Because she's on the phone. <laughs> so she's on the phone line to her mom. She's somewhere. But her dad is in the dorm waiting on her to come downstairs. I have to say, man, them elevators are pretty quick taking you up and down. But that was the slowest elevator ride I had in my whole life. Oh my God. <laughs> and as soon as the doors open, she goes to her dad and she he cussing her out. And everybody's outside looking at me laughing and I'm I'm mad because of all there were some there were some major players and holes on campus (laughs) but this happens to me (laughs) this this happens to me of all the guys on campus this happens to me so I'm a little upset about that so those are the two crazy stories I have to share with everyone.
0: Back. Well, you know, I remember that day or that night. Vividly. <laughs> right, go ahead. Uh, and that was it was a Sunday. That was like a Sunday night. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. And so what happened, I remember you saying, all right, Kelvin, you know, I got a friend coming over and I'm like, all right, cool. Bet I'll go I'll go down and do some studying. And, and so I wasn't actually in the computer lab. You, you remember on the fourth floor, they right. had little study rooms of some glass study rooms right so I went down there to you know get my little read on or whatnot and so I remember maybe about an hour after I had been in there you got off the elevator and came in there looking pitiful like looking like like you had somebody done shot your dog pitiful like that's how bad did you look coming off the elevator and and walking towards me as I'm in the study room and then you, you open the door and I'm like bro what happened man what's wrong he's like man you ain't gonna believe this and so then you told me that story and i'm i'm sitting here with my mouth wide open like what like that don't even like it didn't make sense like what were the chances of something like that happening so uh, he is not lying he's not exaggerating <laughs> you guys like that is what happened and and snoop confirmed the story uh because i went down and i talked to him because he was down at the front desk working at the, working at the front desk and i think everybody the word traveled pretty quickly that, that real happened. quick <laughs> uh and you know i i i'm thankful that Nothing like that happened to me, but I feel like Marcus was the perfect person for it to happen to because he handled it so well. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I don't know, my my my, my soul would have left my body I had had dude been like, yo, is my daughter in your room? I'm like, oh my god, what is what is what are you talking about? Like, dang, yeah. So yeah that that was uh that was crazy, and I you know honestly when you ask the question i do you have one i'm quite sure no, people on one my app. i i i wish i wish i had something that interesting like I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't i don't i don't have anything with such a solid uh conclusion or punchline like that like yo like yeah. um
1: Well, you know, all good, when, but you got. I can get you. I can, it's all good, babe. So, see, like everyone, it seemed like all the bad stuff happened to be. So that's well, it.
0: What, wasn't it? Wasn't bad stuff. It was stuff that built character. And, <laughs> and, but you know what? I will say one of the most memorable um, experiences that I had with you, um, and we had quite a few. But one of the ones that will go down in history is, like you said we used to get up in the morning and we would watch uh um, hln you know cnn headline news and i want to say her name was robin mead i feel like robin mead was the lady Yeah,
1: ladies, i man. think so i
0: think so well I, well I used to let me some waking up to robin mead man she just was yeah she was she was she was some sunshine in the morning but anyway uh so we wake up and watch those headline news and on this particular morning you know it was business as usual we woke up um you had went into the bathroom to go like get some water to brush your teeth or whatnot. And um then a, a like a breaking news kind of thing comes in. They're like, oh, you know, a plane just hit the tower at, at in New York City, the you know, the um uh you know and, Twin Towers. Yeah, the twin towers. Like one of them got hit, and I'm like, dang, like this is crazy. And then you come back in, I'm like, yo, like this plane just flew in to one of the twin towers. And then as we're watching it live, we see the second plane hit the other tower and you, you, we don't know what's happening. We're like, what? Like, are we watching this right now? Like another plane just flew in. Like it It was so unlike anything that we would have seen or expected that we couldn't really process like what was happening nobody knew at the time oh those are terrorists it's like what what are the chances of that it was just like mind-boggling like truly mind-boggling and then throughout the day you know it became you know clear that it was a terrorist attack and not found out that even my aunt was working at the pentagon she was actually in the pentagon when it got hit by the the plane that hit the side of the pentagon but she was on the other side of the building so like you know everybody's starting to understand that yo know, like this is a terrorist attack you know the day goes by and in, in a blur and everybody's kind of just shook and then she, yep basically like what? like, we didn't, yeah, like, what's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Huntsville was right down the street. They got missile silos over there, and they talking about, that's a target, and it was just crazy. It was pandemonium. So, um, but I won't forget that I was with you uh, on 9-11 when, you know, the when the second plane hit that tower, so very yeah, crazy.
1: Man. Man. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. Um, <laughs> it, bro, we had two crazy months. First two months of First August, we almost got kicked out
0: of college for real. And then September 11th. Yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah, yeah. And yeah. don't forget um, the day that we were so. And I'm pretty sure this is accurate. Um, you, you remember for PMAs, um, we had to move into the dorms the summer before the mm. actual semester started. Right. Uh, and it was maybe like um, I don't know. Was it like a month or two months before or something? I forget how much time before. But the day that we were to go to um, or to move to U N A, that was actually the day that I found out that Aaliyah had died in that plane crash. So the, the the day before, I think it was like a Saturday or so when she had died in the crash, and then it was that Sunday where you know I found out about it, and that had hit me hard because I had loved me some Aaliyah, man. Like R I P, baby girl. But uh, yeah, it was just yeah we we had a cr- first first few months was definitely. Crazy uh, when it came to, you know, our college experience, man.
1: Right. Next question. What do you think? What did not you didn't do, but you wish you have done while you was in college and undergrad? I
0: got several, but I won't let you, you go. That's a good question. And I think about questions like this often, not with regret, but just, you know, as you as you get older and hopefully get more wise, you start thinking about things that you've done things that you could have done better um things that you didn't do but wish you had and let's be real we all have them you can call them regrets you can call them whatever you want to a lot of people like to say oh i don't live with regrets but yeah whatever man like you've got something that happened or didn't happen that you might have wished did happen and or didn't happen and for me in college i really and this is a bit this is a bit deeper than maybe you would want but I wish I had taken the time to really learn more about myself uh, and and learn what it is that made me you know who I was back then Uh, I wish I had taken the time to really learn about my own feelings and emotions and um, what I liked and why I liked it because a lot of my formal years and the years that I spent in high school and in college, I felt like I was really living to please other people and meeting their expectations of me without really evaluating what it was that I wanted and who I really was as an individual. And so because of that, I feel like a lot... I, I it was a blur a lot of what happened was a blur and I look back on that kid and I'm like who was that guy like I I really Me too. can't answer that question because I wasn't taking the time to be present and ask those questions and again that this type of these type of questions come with time and, and experience and living but I, I wish I had Taking the time to learn more and, and a part of the reason why I think that I didn't is because I was such a loner on a lot of different ways that I didn't really ask for help and I didn't really take mentors like I should I didn't seek out mentors like I should have so um I I, I learned a lot on my own but I learned a lot of things that I didn't have to learn like the the hard and the long way so um yeah yeah I think that's it, it, that's the gist of that answer Um, but I I have a more specific example and this kind of goes back to actually like living in the moment and enjoying yourself. I spent so much time trying to be a good student or as good as I could be, because like I said, I wasn't good enough to be a nerd, but, um, I spent a lot of time doing that and a lot of time working to where I wasn't really living the college experience. And one example of that comes to mind where this is a silly one, but I remember being in my dorm room studying for a final that i was like yo i gotta do good on this final and in my ear i'm listening to this thumping pounding sound of like rhythm and music that's coming from across the street and the at the uh what was the name of that gym um with the field and all that across the street oh man i forgot but it was big enough to where they could have concerts when bands would come to town. Right. And the band that was playing while I'm like studying hard for this final was like Maroon five. And you know, they, they were huge back then. I gonna lie, I like their music. You know what I'm saying? This love has taken it home on me. <laughs> you said goodbye. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know? So I, I enjoyed the band, but I was like, yo, I got to get this final. I got to do well on this final. So I didn't, I skipped that concert to study for some stupid final that I don't even remember what class it was that I was studying for. Mm -hmm. And so that was just like a small example of me um, choosing the wrong thing in my mind when I, I should have been focused more on like the experience at times. So, yeah,
1: man, I have a lot of them, bro, that i have a lot of things that I didn't do, but wish I have done in college. I'm going to start with one of them is that we talked about the women, man. I wish I had experienced a relationship on college. It, it, it could have been at least six months to a year, at least that. But I never had a girlfriend throughout college, four years. All those women, not zilch. And I wish I had experienced that. You know what I'm saying? I, having a. a, a I think I had a relationship with one girl, but she wasn't from the school, but she was somewhere so different. But I'm talking about from the actual university. You know what I'm saying? Somebody can see every day, touch, and all that other stuff because those weekends at Florence were rough. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Golly, it seemed like those were the slowest weekends if you the football season was over. The second thing I wish I had done more, and I think me and you and – the country bumpkin should have done more. We should have traveled more, man. We should have traveled. We should have been. I mean, Tennessee was just down the street. We should have went to Memphis. We should have went to the classic. Never been to the classic. I Me, mean, I hate to submit. I never been to a classic game. We should have went to the classic game. We should have went to AM's homecoming. Wow. These boring weekends. We should have just went and just traveled, man. We, we
0: shouldn't just stay in the dorm room, tormenting ourselves of boredom you get what well, I'm saying. well you know but i think at the time and i yeah i totally agree but also i feel like we might not have necessarily had the funds that's right for all of that yeah that's so right there was there was that limitation like we can't we got to acknowledge that we i mean we, we didn't come from money so uh yeah but you're right though we should have found ways to to creatively do that because i mean we could have pulled our money and kind of made something happen yeah, so, right. You're right
1: right 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 um the next thing I did, well, this is not I didn't do, but I did, but I re, kind of regret, is that uh, I was an RA for her. No, shout out to Joy Briggs. I was an RA under her, under her tutelage. I ended up leaving Lafayette and coming over to Rivers my sophomore year, no, my sophomore, my junior year. And the lady, I forgot her name because I hate her so much. Oh. Um, she gave me hell. Um, she, she's one of those, I call them the petty betties. They focus on the small things, but don't, they don't care about the big things you're doing. And a lot of the small things piled up and then, you know, a lot of people in leadership or they were trying to fire me because I was, um, I guess I was, I forgot, I forgot something crazy, but they said I was uh, inappropriate giving a tour or something to some, some people I said, no, I wasn't inappropriate, but these people actually believed these people selling me, you know what I mean? And I said, you know what? And not only I did, but shout out to Marlon Barmore. He was an RA too, but it seemed like the black guys were catching hell as RAs at, at the, at the, at the university. So it was, I was like, man, we quit. You know, what you're not going to do is get the gratification of firing me, but I quit. This is, I told him, this is my last year being an RA, but you know what I mean? Uh, because working with y'all y- y'all self righteous you know people is not it's not gonna cut it because they forget that i was a student too i i came to i came to graduate not babysit everybody else and all the other stuff so that's that's one of my one of my regrets but another so that was one, like
0: so so you're saying that was something that you did that you wish you hadn't that yeah that's saying? correct okay. yeah
1: right right now what else I didn't do? Now I mean, I'm I'm be honest with you. There was a girl, Uh-oh. that kept on trying to offer me the goods. But you know this girl, <laughs> like we gonna go say no Dave's. I wish I had a, a I wish I had a, a, a took her uh, took her on her offer. But um, that like I said, that's in the past. But I, I, don't think, I said, man, I should have done that. But I was so goody two shoes, scared, you know, all this other stuff, you know, and you know, people rumors. I mean, word flies around on campus. I didn't do that, but I wish I had done that. But those are the things I I didn't do. I wish I had done when I was in college, man. Travel, had a long relationship, and, you know, you know, Stop being so uptight, self righteous, and enjoy the experience too. Because I was all in the in the, the computer labs and the, the libraries and the study group. I was the study group king, you know, yeah, on campus. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, uh, I, I organized study groups, but never enjoyed uh, enjoy the college experience, man.
0: And you know, you pointed out something that I that I that rings true for me as well in regards to getting that practice of having like a long term relationship. Uh, I, I too, you know, I dated quite a bit while I was there at at school, but I never like solidly landed a a relationship where we were officially a couple. And I feel like that is a good experience to have, because, again, like I said before, for in college, I feel like it was really about learning about relationships and it was learning about time management. And I feel like that is a great way to really further prepare yourself for the real world by you know and getting involved in romantic relationships and understanding the the inner workings of that because I feel like (laughs) my wife uh she probably uh she could probably attest to this she had to smooth out a lot of rough edges that probably could have been smoothed out (laughs) in college had I like really settled down with somebody but uh, again at the same time you know had I, I I recognized that had I had more long-term relationships in college i might not have met my wife so again it's one of those things where you gotta you, you, you gotta weigh the good with the bad and understand that everything happens for a reason and but again as human beings we can't help but wonder sometimes so i feel you there right 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 oh, i
1: believe we have so much i'm so much uh fun going down memory lane man this is this is great um any you said any regrets? Do you have any great regrets? I know there's some things you didn't do, uh, but is there any regrets that things you've done and you
0: regret that you would have done it? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's there's plenty of those. Um, ooh, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Something that I did that I wish I hadn't in college.
1: I actually I thought you talked about mine about the RA situation. But um
0: Oh, you know, I, I okay, I I do feel bad that uh I used to play pranks on you and didn't <laughs> you found out I mean we told you later, but we were You, you told pranks. me on graduation night which y'all some assholes, <laughs> but go ahead, man. Yeah, I, I, I regret oh, we Tell were, the whole story I'm dude. not going to tell I'm not going to tell I'm going to tell the I'm whole
1: story. Tell the old story These guys used to <laughs> Prank on me I was an RA I was in room 218 And man I used to leave Some shoes out People put I was fine Found out There was baby powder In the shoe <laughs> Tell them Tell them Why you used to Leave your shoes out Because they were funky Probably Yeah <laughs> So I leave my shoes out And they I found out They got baby powder In a note on it and stuff like that one of my favorite pair of shoes in college I made that and these guys used to prank the hell out of me so bad that I woke up the whole floor the whole floor is the football team matter of fact the football team had to wake up 2 in the morning and clean up the bathrooms because I thought it was them but it was actually him in the country bumpkin (laughs)
0: Oh yeah, that's so funny to me that you had this football play. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Whew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, yeah, that, I, 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 regret putting you through that hell. You know, I didn't. I don't think we realized you too, were man. gonna go that hard with the assumptions on who did it. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't, I don't think we realized you were gonna react like that. But um, it, it wasn't like we were putting. We weren't, like, destroying his shoes. It was just, like, baby powder. It yeah, was, was more like, than
1: baby powder. There was water going in the room. Buck is a water. <laughs> it was, it was everything. These guys <laughs> no. gave me hell. You oh, hear me, man? <laughs> man? That, and that was, part, the water. that was also the other part of the reason oh, that no. I quit, too. I was like, man, I'm tired of this, man. Like, oh, no. this. And then, even when I quit, I'm near my senior year. When I quit, I wasn't even the RA. They still pranking me. Just bottles of water going down the floor. I was like, God damn.
0: I can't escape this. So I'll say that. Repent, brother. Repent. I I apologize. I did it. And and I'm sorry. And uh, but it's still kind of funny thinking back on it because I think he had wanted to maybe experiment with some things that weren't water, and I'm like, nah, let's keep it at water, because that's easier to dry and not really cause no damage. But, um, Country yeah, we bumpy. was wrong. We was yeah. wrong. We was wrong, and, yeah. and I acknowledge that. But, you know, kids will be kids at that age, and and, and we, y- didn't was we didn't yeah. cut loose. We didn't cut loose. Listen, we didn't cut loose in the ways that other people did, but, you know, everybody's got to have an outlet of some sort, and, uh, you know, you were our outlet, but you know we were we 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 we, we fessed up,
1: man, and what, like I said, bro, I regret that enough, we put you brother. through that. I feel
0: bad. I really do feel bad that you that was a part of the reason why you wanted to quit being an RA. Um So yeah, yeah, I feel bad about that. Yeah, whatever, dude. I <laughs> do, man. I, I didn't like I said. I didn't. We weren't trying to get you to quit. It was just like, oh, let's see how long we can do this before he finds out it's us,
1: and never found out until the last day I walked across the stage. Okay. Now now. This is something that's not dealing with you, but this some people there that are listening there went to this college with us. Man, I regret having um, some of the attitudes. Uh, I regret having a bad relationship. I'm, I'm going to try, I might have to do a part two of this. I, bad relationship with some of the Greeks because we were too, campus was too small. We should have been, uh, we should have been, had a better relationship with one another. We should have actually been, worked together to try to build a better Divine Nine organization. But we was at odds with one another, and I don't want to go into details and deep get deep to it, but I wish we had... I regret some of the things I probably... I might have said or done that probably, probably perpetuated that, that, the, that beef. But like you said, we were young, and me, I'm It's 2020 now. Being older, I said, "Man, I wish I had done that better, bro." Yeah, so. yeah,
0: man. That's 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 life, man. We live and we learn. Hopefully.
1: Yep. Um. This is last question, man. Last question. Oh, wow. Then we're gonna end it, close it. Uh, you. I think you already did did it. But any advice would you like to give anyone listening that might be in college?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said earlier, you know, really take the time to figure out what it is that that drives you that you're interested in that you love doing and and pursue that but like i said the key is in taking the time to do it and i understand for folks who are let's say you know there's some freshman out there who's in college or let's say there's a senior out there who might be listening in high school who's about to go to college i understand that there's a lot of pressure on you you know you you've got your, your family members that you're trying to you know, make proud of you and you you you're seeing your friends do certain things and you're like, oh, man, I need to do like that. And then even now, I feel bad for these kids in this day and age with, you know, with social media and Instagram and TikTok and all these ways to compare yourself to other people, which can be very toxic, which is also why a lot of these kids are dealing with depression and, and suicide and all this stuff that might not have been as prevalent when we were at that age. Uh, I understand all of those things are pressures that are driving you, but really just take the time to understand what it is that brings you joy and try to find a way to pursue that uh, in a way that will hopefully make you some money. Because at the end of the day, you you also you're going to have to be an adult at some point and you're going to have bills and responsibilities and you're going to need to provide. But try to find a profession that will allow you to do that, that you also love doing. So it's not even like work. So. That's that's really ultimately what I would say to anybody who's considering going to school or who's in school, like be be your own person and and make your own decision. Don't be so caught up in what other people want you to be. Be what you want to be.
1: Or right, my advice is, man, to 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 everyone that's listening about college, enjoy the experience, man. I was so caught up of trying to graduate in four years. That I sacrificed many summers taking classes just to graduate in four years, so I won't have that negative uh, stereotype of stigma. Or he didn't graduate in fourth super time. senior and all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah stuff. Yeah. I'm like, who cares? I would have been. I probably would have graduated in the fall. You know what I mean? I would have did four and a half. I, and and I, I I look back on it. I should have done that, and I regret it to this day. But I mean, it is what it is. But if I, my advice to everyone that's in college, man, enjoy college. Um, if it takes you four and a half, five years, so be it. Um, but make sure that you're in the field that you're going to enjoy and that's that's going to bring you money because they you don't know, use you, you being eighty
0: thousand dollars in debt and you barely making thirty when you get out, bro. They they deeper than that in this day and age, eighty thousand. Some of them wish that that was what they came out with. Yeah, so um, enjoy college. Don't be uptight
1: like I was, super righteous, you know, all that super tight and all that super serious. Have fun, but be driven as well. And excuse me, and, and 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 enjoy the whole experience, man, and and, and you should be fine. That's my advice. Um, I want to do some. Just dedicate the show to some people, man. I want to dedicate the show to the class of two thousand five. But to all the 25. people that graduated in uh, 2005, May 14th to be exact, 2005, we graduated from the University of North Alabama. Um, so I want to give that a shout out to everyone that graduated that year, uh, spring of 2005. Um, I want to do a shout out to everybody who was influ- influential in my development, Dr. Davis, uh, uh, shoot, Audrey Mitchell. I want to give a shout out to, man she lost my mind she was aka she was responsible for bringing us to the pma program i forgot her darn name uh her husband was a kappa but forgot her name but but shout out to her shout out to the akas there so so i I, so i can cover her man i forgot i should have wrote her name down Uh, uh Shout out to the English teacher, the only black one of the only black professors on there. Is it was his name? Uh, English professor.
0: I know who you're talking about, but I do not remember his name for the life of me. Ballhead, yes, goatee
1: suave, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, shout out to him. Um, the show is dedicated to, um, on a sadder note, Miss Ricks. Uh, Miss Ricks, we used to volunteer in her class, me and Kelvin used to volunteer in her class and uh i i reached out to a friend i was like man i wanted uh uh you got miss rick's number i can call her and he said man miss rick's dead and i was like man how long she been dead for years and that hurt my heart man so a lot of people wonder why i called them and you know why you know why man because especially living in detroit you don't know when you're gonna you're gonna live, man, and you're gonna leave this earth. So I might, you know, I might call you, might text you, best. So I want to give a special a special shout out to Miss Rick's rest in peace. Uh, because you was influential in my life in social uh not social net, but volunteering and being in me being one do great things in the community and your your class what's the stepping stone of me being involved in doing community uh, outreach and community service. So, rest in peace, Miss Ricks, and but I'm gonna let you do the last one. Do you want to say anything about Pastor Freeman, man? Do you want to? Yeah,
0: man. No, that that. Um, so yeah, Pastor Freeman just you know recently passed. Um, maybe even a few, it was a few months back um, mm-hmm. during the during the winter time, I guess. Um, and he was the the lead pastor at uh, East Florence Missionary Baptist Church which was the church that we uh attended for quite a few years uh in our during our college experience and i mean that was uh that that church family showed us mad love like they fed us on wednesday nights during the wednesday night bible studies and on on you know during the 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 sunday school lessons brother davis and brother Stuart and reverend stewart you know, they were, they were awesome, you know, men of God. And they, they, uh, they taught us things, you know, that even to this day, I still, you know, cherish and and utilize. I mean, they were really great examples of, you know, what men should be. And Pastor Freeman, you know, he was the, he was the head of that church and he dropped, you know, many, a many a word on us, uh, over the years and, you know, uh, comforted us and, um, led us and you know just really made that experience at una all the better because we had you know that church covering and you know i think about you know i think about his sermons and i think about the little things he used to say like uh you know i ain't talking about nobody i'm just talking about what i'm talking about like that anytime he was preaching and he was about to start stepping on some toes that was the thing that he would say to let people know that i ain't talking about you but uh, hey (laughs) i'm just talking about what i'm talking about and so Uh, He was just a a really, you know, amazing person and, you know, I was very, you know, sad to hear about his passing and, you know, uh, condolences to the family and, you know, Ryan and, and, you know, uh, Mrs. Freeman and Whitney, you know, uh, my prayers are, you know, continually with you guys. And
1: Those whole family embraced us. We were strangers, but they embraced us like sons and I, I appreciate the, the Freeman family. And I, I want to say uh, rest in peace, Pastor Freeman, man. And uh, I wish we could have went to your funeral, but man, COVID messed up things, man. So I'm uh, just saying that uh, to the family that uh, we thank you all for all the condolences and stuff like that, man. So I um, and all the love and, and my condolences going out to the family. Um, and yo, this wraps up the show. Um college days man and we had some you, know, you heard some of the stories and had some of the memories and hopefully y'all enjoyed the show and everybody knows that um my slogan that knowledge is power economic freedom is salvation but if you put the two together we could build a great nation thank you thanks for listening to the show peace <gasps>